I, I love the giddiness of a road trip. And it's the expectation even more of the giddiness of the first game of the year. And also, the best thing about it is, is the travel log on the way down the road. This is episode 229 of the Loud and Proud podcast. Loud and Claire, how you call them? Episode 229 is the road trip on the way down to Clare. You'll already know the result by the time you're listening. But we're going to have a travel expectations on the way down, interviews on the way after, and the match discussed in between. And talking points, if you're if you're paying subscriber on Loud and Proud and Patreon. But all that, and a whole lot more. But first, Oasis. <laughs> Right, that that is um, way too chirpy of uh, an intro and uh, started the podcast and the tone setting of the podcast. So I've just landed home from that long trip home from Clare, much, much longer. I chatted to Owen Brennan on the way home in the car, he was laughing at me. Um, Owen was uh, I couldn't get a chance to chat with Owen after the game, but even he was, you know, he he fell for me as well um, in the tough loss. So what you're going to hear is I cut out an awful lot of stuff. We had uh, chats about different things and about Banla Slow, Loud and Clare '98 and the R Ireland B final. Uh, different questions about um, first league game, first wins, and different things about squad numbers and panelists and what have you. So I cut all that out. It's not. It's, it's there's no need for it. It's, it's lost. Um, I've cut Mickey's interview out as well, um, because look, at it's it's a long, lengthy interview. If you wanted, let me know, and I'll, I'll post it up and put it on. Maybe I'll put it on during the week. Actually, I'll do that. I'll do that tomorrow. Uh, Mickey's part. Mickey's um, reaction after the game. That's what I'll do now. So you get that if you sign up to Loud and Proud podcast, and I'm going to give you one uh, talking point for free. And then another 50-odd, yeah, I have 50 here. This is Division 2, baby. There's so much to talk about, so much happened, and it was just so so much to talk about. Um, But yeah, you sign up for that, and then like this week, it's going to be absolutely hectic. You have the Derry week. I have Mal McMullen to talk about Derry and what their impact are, how they're going to set up. The Glen lads playing, loads of stuff. Um, I'm going to pick my team. Shane Lennon on to talk about DKIT. I have um, Sigerson and Loud as well. That's another big week too. Um, and then we're going to revisit Loud and Derry as well. So there's loads in it this week. And then you've got Mickey's reaction as well if you sign up. And I would highly, highly um, get you to, to do it because there's so much to talk about. Very critical things to talk about in here as well. Um, but then the flow of it is, you're going to hear a column now on the way down. It's, it's, crazy. it's mad to hear the contrast. And then I'll go into the team name, the flow of the game, and then column after it with myself, and then give you one talk about and sign off. If you have signed up, you'll hear all 50-odd-plus talking points, and I'll sign off with that. So, um, right, let's get cracking. Here's me and column in our lovely, innocent ways on, on the way down. Um, oh, God, life was so much better on the way down. We're, we're an hour, halfway through the journey now, Colm. Um, this is the giddy part where we, we get the hope and dream. What, what's, your, what's your expectations of today, 
Firstly, um, well, you'd be hoping for the best, and we all know last year what happened—the the league campaign and the early matches. We didn't perform the first day against Leash, and then we had the draw um, against Longford, and um, we thought at that stage, Dan, that it was going to be a, a, a pretty tough uh, season. And of course, the, the whole year then took off after the wind down and miserable conditions in Limerick. Uh, th- this time around, obviously, it's going to be that bit tougher again. You're yeah. in with all the the stellar teams, really. You know, you, you see Dublin Kildare, you see the standard from last night at Crow Park. Uh, you see what Derry did to uh, Limerick yesterday. You know, put, just watch your face in the next few weeks. But um, I think as Mickey Hart is related to, you know, your early games are going to be absolutely vital. I think you'll have a fair idea after two or three rounds, Dan, as to you know your chance of staying in this division. Um, clear away all Ireland quarterfinalists last year. You know, they're a very consistent team. They've been in Division Two for so long. You know, a real good, strong league team. They've, they've named a strong team for today as well. We're still waiting for the Loud team, obviously, but I, I, obviously, I think it's going to be a, a much changed team. From it's going to be, it's going to be a massive change. Yeah. It has to be. And yeah. Sam will probably be the only one that stays. Yeah, like I mean, we were, we were, you know, no surprises that it's going to be radically changed from last week. It was, it was effectively a second string last week that he put out against uh, Longford. You know, it was always going to be difficult to win over there when you saw the team and you saw, you know, the number of inexperienced players, let's say, in the team. But look, they got their own out. They got their chance. Um, a lot of them, I suppose, mightn't be just all that happy with them performance and um, I think it'll be back to more the team that he fielded against Kildare in the second round of your Bourne Cup you know we'll have some of the more recognisable names and the more established players coming back in um, so going on that basis Dan you know the, the, the presuming that he can name and uh, field the strongest possible 15 that he can uh, you know you're not you're not you're travelling in expectation there, there is a hope maybe that you can maybe get something in the game if you, if you if you perform to the levels that you know you can but it's going to take a massive effort you know an away game against Clare first day out is obviously going to be it's, it's a huge it's a huge task but look we'll, we'll see yeah, and then you see Limerick oh sorry you see Longford losing yesterday and you think right if we have a whole new team are we going to be that bit better than Longford but will it be enough then to be Clare yeah well you know you'd be hoping that bit of experience you might have Dermot Campbell coming back you'd have Decky Bourne obviously a big game for him presuming he's going to start in goals but you know his experience from outfield even though it's the new position that he's taken up now between the posts you have Dan Cochran coming back um, a few more there maybe in the forward line maybe Casey Bourne might be fit we hope Connor Grimes if he's if he's fit as well um, and um, you know I suppose the experience that those players have built up over the last few years you know the, the campaign they came through last year whether it'll be enough we just have to wait and see um, and you know and then you're looking at you know how are they going to set up Dan will it be will it be an, an offensive team will it be defensive more so we're probably looking at I'd say uh, you know maybe packing defence uh, we saw that a little bit in some of the earlier games last year of course in the, the qualifier against Cork where it was a very defensive setup. is that what is that the strategy that Mickey Hart is going to deploy in a lot of the games this year in the hope maybe of frustrating the opposition you know breaking out of defence at pace and, and, and you know maybe coming out on top in a low scoring match maybe maybe that's what he's looking that's the kind of style of play that now they're going to have to try and adopt maybe to try and stay in this division you know yeah, it'll be that little bit of kind of siege mentality that's why I think going away like they don't mind that the boys they, they probably went down the early Saturday they do travel well together you know and they'll get that kind of into them like that mindset where we're going to go away here people aren't going to like what we do in the field but we don't give a fuck in this room or this bubble we're going to come away with two points that, that's what gives me a lot of hope yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's it's a results business, and Mickey Hart knows that yeah, as well yeah. as anything. And it's not so much the way you do it. You know, if Loud P 
play ugly today, Dan, and come out of Ennis with a, with, a, with a win of any description or by any margin, well, it'll be mission accomplished. So he's not going to worry too much uh, what, what people think of the performance if it's a case that, you know, he leaves with, with, with two points in the bag. And, uh, you know, that I think they are a close enough group. They went down, obviously, to stayed in Ennis last night. But, see, that's that's what Intercounty, that's what you have to do. That's the kind of preparation now. There's no jumping in a bus now to go to Ennis at 8 or 9 in the morning, Dan. You have to go through the, the you know, the, 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 the normal routine now I think of every inter-county team it's a much more professional set up you know lads are lads are, are well clued in from early in the week you know they have this game on their heads and you know uh, the team it's probably I'm sure he's probably well we, we assume he's told the players at this stage it hasn't been main, main named publicly the team but I'm sure fellas know whether they're starting at this stage or not so uh, but um, you know we're hoping we're hoping for a, a strong team on, on view and a performance uh, hopefully that you know that can that can, that can yield a result um, we'll have to maybe stay down as well. This this, this driving. I, I'm only driving because bloody. Maybe that's why I just like Longford. It's my turn to drive now to Ennis. I get you. You, you can drive me to Navan. A nice short trip. Yeah, well, we've 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 a couple of good trips. Um, of course, shorter trips this year. Uh, just the nature yeah. of the division. Um, the the meat game, obviously. What the end of February? Uh, that's going to be a massive game. But look, we. We, you know, we will have an idea two or three matches in as to what exactly is at stake in that one. Me, they're playing away to Cork today at Park at Kiev. That's another big one, of course, for for Colin O'Rourke. Um, but I do think you know two or three matches in. Uh, Dan, you know, we have Derry next week, the Ulster champions. We saw what they did yesterday, and then the following week, then it's that huge game against Limerick. So um, you'd be targeting, you'd be at best. You know, four points from six, maybe in our first three games. That, I think yeah, that would be yeah. wonderful. I think it's morale as well, isn't it? We could hit the ground running today. We could really. I think we will hit the ground running. Do you? Um, well, well, that's 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 what you're hoping for. Um, you know, your early games are going to be vitally important. Your home games are going to be uh, huge as well. You know, you have four four out of the seven are at home or in RD Dan. So. You know, you'd be looking. You'd be certainly targeting the, the home match against Limerick, but you'd like to have something on the on the table. I think before that game in round three, that you know, and th- this is a match. And next week, Derry are going to be very tough in having. But look, let's take one game at a time. See what see what transpires today, and you know, fingers crossed that we can we can get a result. Brilliant, thanks, Colin. Fingers crossed is right, yeah. Fingers, toes crossed, but that's this. That's the way it have how, how it happened. But we should have had our fingers crossed for injuries because, unfortunately, Paul Matthews gets injured just before the game. Uh, sorry, not before the game. The day before the game, I think it was a kick about in Moneygall down there, um, awfully striking back again. It is when it was in awfully, but it's in Tipperary now. So Paul was was uh, destined to start in the wing, but he doesn't. So the loud team is kind of changed and altered. So you have, um, I suppose, the way it started in the National League, uh, first round, Division 2. Declan Bourne starts um, five years on, starting in the middle of the field, he's in goals. Dan Corcoran, um, Dermot Campbell comes into this. Dermot Campbell and Don McKenney, that's your full back line. Right half, Leonard Gray, said the half, Peter Lynch. Debutant and another debutant left half Kieran Murphy in the middle of the field Connor Early and Kieran Bourne Cole McKeever on the two wings and Sam on the 40 and then you kind of had Liam Jackson I think he was the replacement for, he wasn't due to start for Paul Matthews he started on kind of the free roll in the corner leaving Darren McConnell and Kieran down the inside but it's so flexible as you'll hear um, as you hear in, in the way the game was kind of played and the way we set up 
and the way it matured and the way it got so hectic in the finale as well. But look, we couldn't have asked for a better start. We worked so hard, we set up diligently, we, we knew exactly what we were doing. Sam gets a really, really good long range free, smacks it over and that sets the tone. And then, uh, ah, it was just, it was just so unfortunate. Um, Casey gets a ball, like we're working the ball across the field. And I'm not sure actually whether Conor Early had scored. I presume he did score a one point on the right-hand flank. Peter Lynch missed one just before that, which he should have scored. Would have capped a really fine debut. I'll get into that more later in the talking points. But um, Conor Early gets a score. And I think it's... Um, I think that's with the injury, of course. We're working the ball across the field. And Casey... Uh, no. Yeah, no, Casey gets... Um, Actually, I think we have four scores. Yeah, we have four scores for um, that. But Casey um, gets the ball across, and it's just an awkward solo where he's the like frontal into a challenge, and I don't think he wins a free. So, but he gets he, you can tell he's distressed and he, he's not right, and uh, it's bad, um, and you have to feel for him as well. Um, looks like a bad injury um, that could rule him out for a long for a long time. As well, but Conor Early, I don't. I'll get into that more in the talking points with the loss mean. But forgetting about all that, I just had to feel for the person and the individual. Great chap, and it's just it's such a such a loss. And it was touching as well that Decky came all the way to fear from goals to check on his brother. I thought that was lovely, lovely moment as well. Um, but Conor Early kicks two wonder points from way out, no hesitancy, whips them over. That kind of tells you a little indication of the win as well. But two brilliant, brilliant scores. Uh, from the Plunkett's man and Sam nails another free as well after Conor Grimes gets injured he swats by two players drives forward and that puts us 4-0 up and we are we are we are fine fettle they can't break us down you can hear Colin Collins shouting patience patience just can't hurt us we're, we're forcing them into bad angles bad areas kicking bad wides um, dropping short and they did hit the post twice but uh, after the delay, they did kind of focus and uh, Owen Cleary taps over a free. That's 25 minutes into the game, gets their first free. But in that time, Liam Jackson gets a black card and they kind of exploit that little extra pocket of space. Keenan Sexton gets um, a free and then he gets, I think it's a free, yeah. Yeah, he gets, no, he gets two points of play. And he he was picked up by Dermot Campbell um, Dermot did a quite a good job on him but he whips over a really good score to make it 4-3 um, but then he goes off injured you think alright ok he goes off injured but loud settle after that get Liam back in the field and Sam kicks a really really good uh, really good free and kicks a really good point from play a lovely quick hands um, in the build up to that and he whips it over to make it 6-3 at half time um, could we be a little bit further ahead? Would we have liked to be a little bit further ahead? Yes, with the strong wind. But still, you thought, geez, I don't know how Clare are going to score anyway. They were missing freeze, like, you know, um, Cleary and Sex were missing freeze. Not not great at all. But then, start of the second half, Emma McMahon, I mentioned him a lot in the build up and in uh, the Sigerson uh, post as well for UL he's in form he kicked a really good free from a long way out cut the gap fairly quickly 
Cleary gets another one from from a free, and then McMahon gets another. So that's three frees in a row after halftime. A lock of subs on. Niall Sharkey comes on. Alan Connor comes on as well. And then I'll talk about that forward as well in the talking points. McMahon levels make a six all. We're level three times in the second half. That was the first time we were level. But McConnell, we get up the field and we finally settle. Uh, we we had chance we got up the field. That final ball was just being given away and forced a little bit. But quarter of an hour into the second half, McConnell lands a free. They bring on a couple more subs. And Dermot Campbell whips over a fine point. The way the ball was worked across, it was worked across to his left hand, left side, left flank, and he whipped it over the bar after Craig Lennon did so well to keep the ball alive. Tom Jackson gives a, a shorthand pass, gets more, looked to be intercepted, but Craig Lennon reads it, controls it with his foot, scoops it up with the other foot to Dermot, and Dermot whips it over the bar. 8-6. We're going rightly, we're still in this game, we're hanging on in there. They're piling the pressure on us. They're growing. The crowd is getting into it as well. Proper Division 2 football. Uh, McInerney lands a uh, 45, son of the 92 winner, Francis McInerney. Um, and then they level again. Gavin Cooney, he comes on. Another sub had a big impact. Bohannon makes a mark in the middle of the field. Cooney makes a mark of the field. And then they make it 8 all. Malone, they give them the lead for the first time in the game. 66 minutes, Jamie Malone. We'll mention him as well in a second. And then just when you thought it's gone, loud of having the legs to hang on. Kieran Downey, when our kick-out's under pressure, um, Leonard Gray does well around there. Gives it to Kieran Downey, drives forward, drives straight, straight as an arrow. Deceives the goalie. You think he's going to give it to the back post to McConnell. You think he's going to drive it across the goalie's body. But screws it between the goalie and the near post. Uh, straight on, like so, between the goalie and the post. Not even the near post, but the post was closer to him. And, oh, it was a hell of a goal. And you thought, yes, that is the one. That is going to get us over the line. 1-9 to 8 points. 1-9 to 9, sorry. Sorry, 1-9 to 8. And then uh, Sam gets a quick follow-up point after that. One nine to eight, and you thought, "Yes, this is it. This is us. Uh, we're going to hang on here now. I can't see them getting three. Never mind four points to snatch it from us." But the board, the board comes up. Um, six minutes injury time. Uh, that's going to be the talking point. You'll hear. Fair, that's the number one talking point. McMahon um, <laughs> gets his third point from play. Cooney gets his second. Scramble. At the very end, we, we like Sam Mulroy, a hell of a game, but he's a chance then to clip it over the bar, gives it unselfishly across to Dan Corcoran, who um, shoots a goal, gets smothered, gets blocked, probably didn't kick it over the bar, it comes back out. Ryan Bourne makes a botch of it, kicks it wide, you back him to score, kicks that wide. That would have seen us out, but um, Daniel Walsh, another UL man, came off the bench. And it was a high ball in, a dangerous high ball in. And you thought, oh no, it's in the back of the net. But he, uh, you, then he thought he kicked it wide, but it went over the bar to level. You thought, right, blow it off ref. You're over the fifty. You're over the six minutes of injury time. That's 71, you're into 72 now. Ball goes out. Walks across to Jamie Malone from the kick out. And he strokes it over the bar. 13 points to one line. Referee blows the whistle. Devastation, absolute killer, absolute killer of a loss. 
Um, but the talk, the sorry, you're going to hear now. I'm going to compose yourself. You're going to hear now from Colm Corrigan and myself on the way home, and then we get into the talking points as well. Well, Colm, uh, <laughs> it's going to be a longer, longer trip home. We're a good bit down the road now at this stage, and I'll get into all the main details like of the game in the talking points to come. But overall, like it's just devastating, isn't it? Of a loss, the manner of it, even. It's just another of those games and we've had a few of them I suppose over the years Dan where you just leave and you just feel so deflated um, I don't know what it is about loud teams I can't remember in those sort of situations you know getting the rub of the green laid on I just think you know a few little things towards the end the Conor Grimes incident you know um, he was blown up um, obviously the, the the seven minutes injury time really don't know where the, the six minutes and then the extra minute then came from I thought the referee if anything if, you know at the end of the six minutes he had the chance to blow up after um, Clare had got the, the, the equalising point and, it, and and then to give them another 30 seconds to get the winner I just thought that was it was devastating from a loud point of view um, didn't feel it was six minutes uh, could be wrong Dan I'd love to go back over that second well, half, just, well I had I had a count right of the substitutes there's nine subs so they say, did they say 30 seconds of substitute or is that a soccer thing? That brings you up to four and a half minutes. So I don't even know where he got the minute and a half on top of that. Like The, the, the only real stoppage we had towards the end would have been Tommy Dornan and, and the, the Clare player. I don't think there were any other real stoppages. Um, now, now, whether it's even by, by allowing, as you say, maybe four, four and a half minutes for, for, substitutes, for, for substitutes coming on, just thought this, the six minutes seemed a bit excessive. Um, and uh, But look, at the same time, then you can look back. You know, we, we had a second goal chance that we didn't take. Um, another point at that stage might have wrapped it up for us. Um, t- you know, narrow margins. You know, it's that, that's the difference between and at this level, you're punished. You know, you're in Division Two. You're up against a, a, a well-conditioned, a, a physical, clear team, an experienced, clear team. And, and, and some credit to them as well. You know, they had ten whites in the second half then, and still managed to to eke out the, the result. You know, so credit to them for battling battling on. They played to the full-time whistle, and they got the. the they got the, the rewards they got the winner you know and that's the thing as well uh, like Division 2 like even you can tell even from commentating it on like we've had some we've had some dredge of games in Division 4 and Division 3 but that's your first experience now in a long time in Division 2 from, even when we went up in five years ago that we weren't nowhere near set to play we lost all the games that year but the intensity today like it's that's where I would want to be that's where you need to be it was class that's where, that's where you want to be and you, you look at the physical battles all around the field right from the first minute when Liam Jackson was, was pushed like Polak over the line and he ripped his short as a result um, but from that moment you look at big and physical Clare and that's a team that are in, in Division 2 what seven years in a row you know are, are well used to that level of competition that's as you say where they want to be that's that's what that's the level they, they, they aspire to or they have aspired to they're there now um, but look just look how physically driven that was the loud players when they trundled off the field uh, Dan they gave it absolutely everything every every ounce from every player was left out there and yet still it wasn't good enough to get a result I know and then what do you think I'll talk about Derry I I have a preview uh, with Derry Mal McMullen coming on to talk about Derry that'll be out probably Tuesday so without looking at Derry specifically Colm what does that loss do for the whole campaign as a whole 
Well, well you'd imagine it, 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 it's pretty demoralising, you know. Yeah. We spoke to Mickey, Mickey Hart after the game and, look, he admitted it's his job and the, the rest of the team to try and lift everybody. It'll, it'll, it'll hurt certainly for the rest of the evening on the way home, I'm sure. The, the team bus, it'll be, it, it, the atmosphere won't be too too good. But, look, come tomorrow or come Tuesday when they're back training, you know, you, you just have to blank it out of your memory. You, you have to move on. It's what well, We have seven games in nine weeks, Dan, in this league, so there's no time to rest. You no time to dwell on what's happened before these lads are just going to have to buckle down again just try to refocus as quick as they can because you have no other you have no other choice and I mean if you start feeling sorry for yourself and you're down in the dumps then you have no chance of, of getting a few points in the board we, ha- we have to look now we have two home games coming up in a, in a row Ulster champions next week it's, it's, it's going to be equally as tough as it was today if not tougher uh, Derry we saw what they did yesterday to Limerick uh, the other to promote a team so uh, it's not going to be easy and plus as well we have a mounting injury List to, to deal with uh, Dan. We've you know we've lost Paul Matthews. Obviously, Tommy Dornan with concussion today. We don't know what, what that might mean. And of course, Casey Bourne uh, could be out longer term um, with that with that knee injury. So um, look, um, we just have to knuckle down. Like we just like we have to dress ourselves down and get ready for it, and just for the whole campaign, and not not think the way I would be thinking that. The, the loss today is really crucial. Like it's more or less that was more or less us or Claire to go down in one sense because it'll be it'll be either it'll be someone with Limerick, either it was us or Claire, and then you see Mead get a big win in Cork. You thought right, we might get Mead, but then they look to be in fair shape. Cork will be coming back in, like you said, Derry us the champions. Then you then you're talking about like Kildare and Dublin. So it's for me. I'm trying not to get too bogged down on that on the way home. But when Kieran Downey hit that goal, uh, that was one of the best moments I had watching a fucking loud game. Yeah, it was. It was absolutely brilliant. You know, right, right through the middle, and uh, the way the way he finished it off as well. He had the option of the pass, but he he was confident enough to go for it. Um, a, 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 a super finish from him, and and then when Sam followed up with the point, um, yeah, you thought yeah. at that stage, uh, Dan, you know they were they had done enough. But then when you saw the six minutes going up on the board, and you said, "Look, oh, hold on a minute, there's going to be another twist here." And unfortunately, we just don't seem to we just don't seem to be able to get those you know those tight margin games right at the end for whatever reason. Um, Mickey Howard very frustrated players were frustrated the Connor Grimes incident you know when the, when the decision went against him and then of course the, the, the added minutes which you know it, it, it didn't seem that there were that many minutes to be added but look what can you do you have to move on that's that's the way it, that's the way it's panned out um, the, the Limerick game obviously now in a couple of weeks um, a massive game you have look what we're saying loud, well capable of winning it um, great record last year obviously against Limerick you'd, you'd be confident of winning that but two points alone is not going to be enough where they're going to pick up the other points that's that's a big question um, you know you, ha- you have what you have Kildare at home and the remaining matches then away Derry at home next week obviously but um, it's it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough ask um, but look let's let's keep our fingers crossed that they can pick yeah, it up yeah it's good week. to talk Colin because I kind of think it now right the shackles are off we know we can actually play in this division now we have nothing really to lose we go out against Derry and we try ourselves Mead the same and Nav and and then we, we really try we should win against Limerick after that performance yeah, and that yeah. standard was set but 
like let's like let's play with that bit of freedom and get ourselves right for the championship or get a route to the Leinster final. Yeah, well that's it. You look at the way Loud set up today, Dan, and uh, you know it was it was an effective. They, they continually frustrated Clare on that first half. Loud then you know on on, on the counter attack managed to to, to 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 get the scores when the chances presented themselves. They were more clinical than Clare obviously in that first half. Clare missed a lot in the second half, but I think it just it did show uh, you know with with a good with with the right application and with right organisation every player need, seemed to know their task they don't yeah. knew their job what they were about what, what they needed to do in the game now they've drifted I think and I think they maybe lost their focus a little bit after half time Claire obviously came back strongly at them um, but they, 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 they got their shape back then obviously around the time of the goal and we thought they'd done enough but I think there's certainly a lot to build on there as far as Mickey Hard is concerned that all is not lost but look we're, let's be under no illusions it's going to be very it's going to be very tough whatever about beating Limerick where you're going to get your other two points and obviously four points probably mightn't be enough to keep you in the division anyway and where you're going to go to get to six that's 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 going to be very very difficult Dan you know Right, so we've we another hour and a half to ponder. We'll we, we, we listen to RT Radio 1 and we stick on you two or what? <laughs> whatever you think, Dan, we'll stick, we'll stick on whatever they are, yeah. So at least there's a little bit of a stretch of the evenings now, so it's not too bad. But look, we'll, we'll, we look forward to home games now. Great occasion for the Marys, obviously, hosting the next uh, couple of matches. And let's hope, let's hope, loud supporters. They travelled in numbers as well today. It's uh, I think it's a long time since I remember seeing so many before a game. It was lovely, wasn't it? it, it it's kind of, you, you get a greater sense of appreciation appreciation of being a loud person and a loud fan a loud person walking in it meeting all the loud people you're delighted to see loud people out and about in, in Ennis and different parts yeah, of the country absolutely I think you know as soon as the fixtures came out back in November and you know the first uh, away game was was an away match against Ennis I think a lot of loud supporters they, they obviously went and booked their, their, their weekend and and why not you know it's a good social occasion as well just a pity for, you know the long trip that they made that they didn't get the results so there'll be very be a lot of frustration this evening for the people that uh, that, that came down but let, let's hope that uh, attendance and that, that support is replicated next week because loud are going to Need they're going to need a strong home support behind you them. You can now. see a column when you mentioned home support. You can see Clare's home support. Yeah. Second half, they really helped their side get into it and torn the corner. Couple of referees decisions early on, kind of swayed by the by the way they roared into it. Yeah, well, actually, we were in the gantry, and as soon as the decision went Clare's way and they got a score, you could actually feel the stand. Actually, shaking. it was yeah, shake. Yeah. <laughs> so that yeah, well, that that's that's it. They got behind them, and I mean, Clare. Look, it's, we know it's a, a football stroke Holland County, uh, but but certainly the. Clare support today really got behind their team when they when they when they needed to, and let's hope Loud can do similar now. Let's let's hope there'll be a, a massive attendance next week now in, in RD because th- these lads are going to need it. That's a nice positive note. And you never mentioned me going up the the one the wrong way up the one way street in Ennis. Thanks, Colm. <laughs> no, I, I I won't mention that again unless I need to Dan. So no, no, we we leave it at that. Good luck. Thank you. Thanks, Colm. I think it was at that moment there I should have just stopped the car and just got out and just left it. <laughs> or maybe just went home, turned the other way and went home. Um, because, look at the first talking point is the additional time. That's talking point number one. That's your free talking point. Um, six minutes. Now, I, I mentioned it there. Like I don't know where they came from. I don't know where I don't know where they came from. There was six minutes in the first half, and that was after a really, really long, lengthy delay to uh, Casey Bourne going off injured uh, with a stretcher and what have you. Um, don't know where the ref got the six minutes. Really and truly. Now I know I, there was nine subs. So if you're going to count thirty seconds a sub, 
That's four and a half minutes. And maybe a minute and a half after that with Tommy Dornan down and they had an injury as well. I don't know. I don't think so. And then even besides that, the winning score was kicked. Minute after the, the lot six minutes. So that's an absolute effing killer and a sickener and a killer. It's a huge talk point. Mickey was mad after we entered the field to talk to the ref about that as well. Like, come on! Like he he did he had a, he had a reason, reasonably good game. To be fair to him, he was he was quick and everything long again. Um, but I just thought maybe the fourth officials as well need to get more blame again this week. That it really really was too much. But then should we've just seen the game out? I'm going to talk about that now in all the talking points. But if not. You will, I'm going to say good luck and bye and thanks and see you during the week. Hopefully you'll sign up to Derry Week. Where Mal McMullen to talk about Derry, what they're going to bring to RD, why you should be in RD to see all those players, why you should get all the kids allowed to go down to that game. See the Ulster champions. Shane Lennon's going to be on to talk about DKIT as well. They're playing tomorrow. Um, my team will be picked on the walk of moon. You'll hear Mickey's reaction, like I said, as well. Um, Sigerson and Loud and Derry revisit as well so loads there loads of value loads happening as well thanks very much for listening to the Loud and Proud podcast episode 229 devastating loss absolutely devastating to lose a bow out that way uh, unfortunately um, good luck bye bye and hopefully I'll chat to you during the week you sign up patreon.com forward slash Loud and Proud good luck bye bye and thanks